When someone asks an insightful question and, you know, when a meeting is just going and someone jumps in and says, but what about this? And that person saw something that no one else saw. The meeting goes quiet and the attention is on that person. And there are many people in the meeting thinking, holy cow, how did I not see that? I can't believe they saw that. I'm so glad they saw that. That person is really, really smart. Welcome to The Art of Speaking Up, a podcast that helps professional women access the limitless potential that lies within them. I'm your host, Jessica Guzik. And my mission is to help you find that spark inside you that has the power to transform your career in ways you may not have thought possible. I'm so excited that you're here. And now, on to the show. Welcome to the show. It's so good to have you listening. I'm so glad to be here, and I hope you're doing really well And I'm really excited about today's episode because I'm talking about something that I have really struggled with professionally and something that is so, so, so important for our confidence and for our growth and for our professional development as women. And that is getting past the fear of asking stupid questions and There is so much to this topic, and I am so, so, so excited to share with you what I've learned and to share hopefully some guidance and mentorship with you that might help you through this if it's something that you struggle with. Before I dive all the way in, I just want to acknowledge what's been happening in the world. The last couple of episodes that I put out were really centered around Black Lives Matter and amplifying Black voices. And before the episode kicks off, I just wanted to be really, really clear that I view the move towards diversity, anti-racism, amplifying Black voices, and of course, voices of all women of color is not something that I see as a one-time thing. It is not something that I see as two episodes. It is something that I see as a never-ending journey for this podcast to become more inclusive. And I want this show to serve all women as best I can. Now, of course, me being a white, straight, cisgender female, I will always have my own privilege and my own limitations as a host. And working through those and dismantling those is now at the top of my agenda. And I also want to bring in many different perspectives and hear from many different kinds of women so that I can elevate all stories of women's careers, not just my own or not just ones that are very similar to me. So I hope that this is something that you see as part of the evolution of the show. And it's something that I'm thinking a lot about and working on quite a lot. And I want you to know that I'm always open to feedback. And I always make the promise to listen with open ears, open heart, with humility. I am here to help and serve every single professional woman. And if I'm not quite doing a good job at that or an adequate job at that, it's really important for me to know. And of course, it's on me to figure out how to continue to do that. But I just want you to know that your feedback, your experience, your career, you mean a lot to me. And I'm always open to hearing what it is you might need or what might be helpful to you. 
And with that, I'm going to dive into the content for today's episode. I am so excited. If you struggle with the fear of asking a stupid question, if you keep your questions to yourself, this episode is for you. So let's dive in and see, hopefully, if I can help you a little bit. All right, so today I'm talking about something, already laughing, because I I tend to laugh at my prior struggles when I like look back at how I was so stuck in my head and having such a hard time with these things. Sometimes I deal with that through laughter. But today is about something that was deeply difficult for me and so difficult and so hard at the very, very start of my career. And that was being brave enough and bold enough to ask questions. Whenever I was in a meeting or hearing people talk about something or just having information flying around all around me, and whenever I wouldn't understand something, so whenever I felt like I was getting confused, it would send my brain into a little bit of a panic and I would begin to worry that I was like missing something or that I wasn't as smart as everyone around me and that no one else was confused, but I was. And there was a lot of fear around that. And as a result, I developed a very consistent habit, not a good habit, but a consistent habit of keeping my questions to myself and not asking clarifying questions when I was unclear on something, when I needed more information. I kind of developed this philosophy of like, okay, like I'll just figure it out when I go back to my desk. And then I would go back to my desk and spin my wheels a lot and sometimes get really overwhelmed and sometimes get stuck and sometimes waste time because I wasn't able to just clarify it on my own. I really did need more information. I really did need to ask that question that I didn't ask, but I wasn't asking because I was so, so, so afraid of how I would be perceived if I asked for information that people thought I should already understand. And there was a deep fear that perhaps my intellect, perhaps my level of smartness wasn't good enough, wasn't meeting the bar, and there was almost like a need to hide all of that and to make sure that people only saw the most polished, smart, intellectual version of myself. And I thought, I incorrectly thought that that version of myself is a version who never gets confused, who never has questions, who never asks for more information, or who never asks someone to restate what they stated or to explain what they said with more detail or simply to explain it in a way that's easier to understand. I thought that the version of myself who showed up as a smart, powerful leader should never ask those kinds of things. And I learned over time that not only was that wildly incorrect, but also that asking questions is a leadership skill, an executive level skill that has very little to do with quote unquote revealing your stupidness and revealing that you're confused, but it is actually part of a very high level, very effective and sophisticated decision making process that leaders and executives and people who accomplish great things in the world of business and in the professional world do in order to excel at their jobs. And that's what this episode is all about. If you share my old tendency of thinking that asking a question about something simple or clarifying something or getting more information or asking someone to restate what they're saying, if you think those things are a negative reflection on you and your capabilities and you feel afraid to ask, I want to offer you a 
different perspective that not only says that you should ask for what you need because you need it, but also shows you that asking questions and information gathering is an art. And it is an art that once you master actually enables you to be incredibly effective. And it is an art that many effective and powerful leaders themselves have mastered. And this is such a wonderful reframe because when we get stuck thinking that we have to hide and keep these questions in in order to look good, but then you realize that you don't have to do that Not only does it liberate you from all of the worry about how you're going to be perceived and whether you're going to sound smart enough, but it also takes your effectiveness to the next level. So it's like such a win-win, which is why I am so excited to talk you through this. And I'll take you back to some of the moments where I really started to have like these light bulbs going off in my head around this idea. And I've mentioned this once or twice before, and I don't say it to like sound braggy or say, oh, I'm so cool, but I've been very, very lucky in my career to be in a position and to do the type of work where I get to spend a lot of time in rooms with executives, sometimes C-level executives, sometimes below C-level. It just depends on the company and the context and the project. But I get to spend a lot of time with people who have had a lot of success in their careers. And whenever I'm in these rooms, there's always this part of my brain that's like, oh my gosh, this is like free really valuable training. Like you are sitting in a room of people who are high performers, who are in these very high level jobs. They make a shitload of money. They're very successful. And you get to watch their process and see what they do and see what they say and see how they behave. And you can learn and you can be a sponge and you can soak it in. And over time, you can model your behavior off of their behavior. In my opinion, there are a few better ways to learn something than to get to really observe someone who really excels at it, at their craft, in their process. And so I've spent a lot of times in these meetings observing how do executives make decisions? How do they engage in a dialogue? How do these big business decisions that go all the way up to the top? How do those decisions get made and what is the process that an executive goes through when they're doing their job (laughs) and when they're sitting there in the meeting and deciding something that's going to change the future of the company or the organization? And this light bulb around asking stupid questions and really just changing my entire view of questions as a whole began to go off when I would have this experience over and over. And this experience that I would have, the experience that I'm talking about, is the experience of someone sharing their work with a meeting room full of people. I would be in the meeting. There would be very, again, senior level people in the meeting. They'd be sharing like a PowerPoint presentation, and they'd be walking through slides and sharing information, and they'd put up a slide, and I'd look at the slide, and I'd see something on it that didn't make sense to me. Or even if there weren't slides, someone in the meeting would say something or share a piece of information that didn't make sense to me. And then my brain would go down this spiral that it had developed, which sounded something like, oh my gosh, 
the thing they said didn't make sense. Oh my gosh, I'm confused. Oh my gosh, I'm stupid. Oh my gosh, I don't know. What if I can't follow the rest of the meeting? What if because I don't understand this one thing, I don't understand anything else that gets said in the meeting. And then when I go back, I'm confused and I don't know what we're doing next because this one thing I didn't understand and I can't ask because look at all these people in this room and I have no idea what this is and no one else is asking. So what am I supposed to do? And I'd have like this storm raging, this raging storm in my brain, which is very, it's very hard to concentrate and be present in a meeting when your brain is raging a storm on you, (laughs) as you may know if you've experienced it. But like this storm would be raging. And by the way, all those thoughts, this would happen in like less than a second. Like this spiral was like an instantaneous spiral down. So the slide would go up or someone would share the information and then like a black hole, you know how it's so powerful, it pulls you in. My brain would just go like down this black hole of, oh my gosh, I don't understand. I'm stupid. What is this going to mean? What's going to happen? And in the middle of this black hole, (laughs) the black hole that I was going down would often be interrupted by someone who I perceive as very smart, who I really respect as a leader, someone who runs a company, someone who has a C in the beginning of their job title. And they would say, wait a minute, I don't understand this. Can you explain it to me? And then my brain, which is like down this dark black hole, it's like it's already started pulling itself in, right? It's already like 70% of the way in. So like imagine my brain and it's like partially stretched into this black hole because it's like, oh no, you don't understand. You're so dumb. You're screwed. It's half of the way in the black hole. It's like half in, half out. And then it hears this very smart person ask the question that I was confused about. (laughs) And now my brain like doesn't know what to do. It's like, wait, I thought we were going down the black hole. I thought we were going down the black hole of despair. And now I have some evidence that maybe I'm not so dumb after all. And maybe if, you know, if the person that runs this company or the person that, you know, runs a team of this many people or a PL of this many dollars, if that person also didn't understand, maybe I'm not a disaster. And maybe I shouldn't be going down this black hole. And of course, this is confusing for the brain. It's half in the black hole. And then the other half of it is just like, wait, what? But once this happens enough time, the brain begins to learn something. And what my brain began to learn, and what I also hope your brain can learn too, in case you also go down these spirals, is that having a moment where you don't understand what's being said, or you feel confused, or you feel like you're missing something, doesn't necessarily mean you're the dumbest person in the room, doesn't mean you're doomed, and most importantly, it doesn't mean that you can't tell people that you don't understand. And it doesn't mean that it is not okay to ask a question. And actually, what I'm going to walk you through in this episode is an explanation of why it is so, so, so important for you to view this question-asking process as a critical part of your job. And it does not in any way mean you are not smart when you need to speak up and ask these questions. And in fact, when you have the courage to ask these questions and get the information you need, it makes you look very, very smart a little bit later. And in order to explain this to you, 
I need to draw a distinction, which I'm going to begin to draw more and more on the show because it is so, so, so important. And because I really created this show for women who aspire to a lot in their career. So for women who want to lead a big company, a big team, who, who want something big for themselves. That's who this show is for. And as we move towards that in our careers, as we move from kind of like being a really good employee who does a really good job to being a powerful, confident, effective leader, there are many mindset shifts and almost like energetic shifts that you have to make in order to step into that new way of doing things. And one of those shifts, which is so key to what I'm talking about in this episode, is the shift from seeing yourself as someone who does work, who shows up, does work, creates outputs, works on stuff and creates stuff from that to someone who shows up, who makes decisions and gets results. And while making decisions and getting results often involves the former, it often involves creating the stuff, creating the outputs, as you become a leader, you're not becoming a leader, especially at the very high levels, because of the stuff that you create. In a business environment, you're becoming a leader because of the decisions that you are able to make and the results that you are able to drive as a result of making good decisions. And the reason why this is important is that in order to become a good decision maker, if you think about this as a big pyramid, at the very bottom of the pyramid, the thing that you absolutely need in order to make decisions that yield results is information. You need to get to a critical point of information before you can make a decision. So if this is a pyramid, at the bottom of the pyramid is information, in the middle of the pyramid is the decision that you make based on the information, and at the top of the pyramid is results. People who are leaders, people who are high-performing executives, understand at a very deep level that the top of the pyramid is results, and that results are the most important thing. And they also understand that in order to get to results, they must make decisions. And they also understand that in order to make decisions, they must have information. So when they are looking at something and something doesn't make sense to them, they're not thinking, oh, no, this doesn't make sense. I'm stupid. I better not ask this. They're thinking, I need to get to the middle of the pyramid decision so that I can get to the top of the pyramid results. Therefore, I need this information. As you become more senior, as your career begins to take off and you really are able to elevate into these roles where you have more responsibility and you have to deliver at a higher level, you're getting paid for how you think and you're getting paid for the decisions that you make and the results that those decisions get. And in order to really help you see the critical importance of asking questions and how those play into your effectiveness as a leader, I want you to think about it this way. I want you to think about the results that you are trying to get, that the executive is trying to get, that the smart, effective person in a business role is trying to get. I want you to think of those results. This is just going to be a playful, silly analogy, but go with it. Stay with it. I want you to think of those results as ice cubes, right? 
So when you're making ice cubes, at least the way that I do it, the old school way, you have an ice tray and you take the ice tray and you fill it with water and you put it in the freezer and it stays in there for a while. And then after a certain point of time, you open the freezer, you take it out and you have ice. And those are your successful results. When you are operating without all of the information that you need, And when you're working on a project and you hear someone say something and it doesn't make sense and you think, I'm not going to ask, what is happening is that you're going to go away from that interaction back to the thing that you're working on. And it's the same as taking a tray, an ice cube tray, an empty ice cube tray and putting it in the freezer. And you're not going to be able to get ice from that ice cube tray because you need the water You need the information in order to drive the results. So it's not about what's happening in that moment. And it's not about whether you look smart in that moment. It's about the results that you are responsible for getting or that you want to be a part of getting. And it's about whether or not you need that information to get those results. And being able to collect that information effectively is an executive level skill. When a decision is being made at a high level by someone who is very, very smart and by someone who is an effective leader who has a lot of responsibility, a key part of their process is not just getting the information, but it's actually having the insight to look at that ice cube tray and say, okay, what are the 16 compartments that I need to fill with water. And for a work initiative in a work setting, what that means is what are the critical pieces of information that I need to know in order to get this done? And understanding and being able to recognize when you're in a situation and there is an empty compartment on the ice tray, the mere fact that you're able to recognize, oh my gosh, there's an empty compartment, something's missing, I need information, that is smart. It is being able to see the bigger picture, see, feel, sense, intuit that something is missing, and then allow yourself to be the catalyst who gets the missing information. It is not about the fact that you are stupid or not good enough because you didn't understand. It's the complete opposite. The fact that something feels off means that your intuition, your leadership skill, your intellect is alerting you. It's alerting you to the fact that there is something empty in the ice tray. And maybe a lot of the tray is empty. Maybe just one compartment is empty. But it is up to you in those moments to figure out what is missing here. And that requires being really, really smart. That is not an activity that someone who isn't smart will do. It's the smart person who says, hold on, wait a minute, this didn't make sense. What do I need to know in order to make this make sense for myself? What is the precise question that I need to ask in order to fill this specific compartment of this ice cube tray. And this is a skill. And executives who are really good decision makers, they can go into like a brand new situation where they have very little context, they don't know anything, and they can know like exactly what are the 10 or however many slots on their ice cube tray. And they know I need A, I need B, I need C, I need D. And this is information gathering at a highly sophisticated level. 
And how do you learn to gather information at a highly sophisticated level? And how do you prepare yourself for that level of responsibility and that level of decision making, which hopefully you either have or are in process of moving towards? You prepare yourself by learning to do it in the smaller, more bite-sized ways. You prepare yourself by sharpening your ability to recognize the empty compartment in the ice cube tray and understand what it is you need to ask in order to fill it and to not go back to your desk, not go to the freezer until the ice cube tray is full. And the wonderful thing about this is that it avoids the horrible spinning and overwhelm that I used to experience when I would go back to my desk with an empty ice cube tray and be like, shit, how am I going to make ice? And the wonderful thing about sharpening your ability to ask these questions and the wonderful thing about saying, okay, what do I need to know? What is it that I need right now? And how do I ask it in a way that this person is going to give me exactly what I need? The more that you do that, number one, the less afraid you become to do it because it just becomes habit. Number two, the better you get at it. Your intuition gets sharper and sharper and you get better at knowing exactly what to ask. And number three, you will get noticed in a positive way. When someone asks an insightful question and, you know, when a meeting is just going and someone jumps in and says, but what about this? And that person saw something that no one else saw. The meeting goes quiet And the attention is on that person. And there are many people in the meeting thinking, holy cow, how did I not see that? I can't believe they saw that. I'm so glad they saw that. That person is really, really smart. And the way that you get there is by understanding that your knowledge gaps, your clarity gaps, these moments where you feel like you don't know what's going on, those are moments to exercise this muscle. Those are moments to look at that ice cube tray and say, what is it that I need? And there's one mindset piece of this that I really want to share with you because mindset is one of my favorite things. And I think that it's just so underutilized. I think there's so much potential for all of us to leverage our mindsets to be more effective and powerful leaders. And this mindset piece is the belief that you have about yourself when you are asking the question and when you are getting the information that you need. So it's the difference between, you know, recognizing that there's empty compartments in your ice cube tray and that you need water in order to go and make ice cubes, right? It's recognizing that that's there. And it's the difference between being like, oh my gosh, my ice cube tray, I need to fill it with water, I need to get this information so I can get ice cubes. It's the difference between that energy and like, I'm making ice cubes, bitch, give me some water. (laughs) And I'm not saying that you would say it like that, although maybe you will, I don't know. But I'm sharing this with you. Because people who are confident leaders, and this is a shift that you can make right now, even if you struggle with self-doubt, you can begin to make this shift. People who are effective leaders, when they're going in and gathering information, they're doing it from a place of believing 
that they are going to be able to make the most amazing, the most perfect ice cubes. It's a confidence in their ability to take the information and use it in exactly the way they need to to get the result they want. It's a faith, it's a trust that what they learn, no matter how difficult it is, no matter how complex it is, no matter how many more questions they're going to have once they ask their first question, it's a faith that they're going to navigate through that maze of information and maze of complexity with confidence, with decisiveness, and even if it takes some time and even if it takes some untangling, they are going to come out at the other end. So what I would really recommend for you is when you are asking questions, what you should be saying to yourself inside your head, inside your heart, inside your body, inside your energy, what you should be saying is I am absolutely going to understand this. I am absolutely going to figure this out. This is absolutely going to be the thing that I need to know. And no matter how many questions I need to ask, or no matter what it takes for me to navigate this complexity, I know that I'm going to have ice at the other end of this. I'm not worried about having ice. I'm going to get this water. I'm going to get this information and I'm going to take it And I trust myself. I trust that I have the capability to make this all make sense, to make this all work, to make a decision and get a result. When you go in worrying about how something might be confusing or how you might not understand it, you're telling your brain. It's as if you're saying to your brain, brain, time to get confused, time to get overwhelmed, time for this to just feel like another thing that we're not good at. But when you go in, allowing yourself to really see your gifts and see your strengths and believe the things about you that you already know are true, but that just might have gotten buried beneath layers of self-criticism. When you go in allowing yourself to access those parts of you, those parts of you that are strong and that you know are strong, when you go in with that, you tell your brain and your heart and your spirit, I believe, that I can figure this out. I am strong. I am powerful. I am certainly not perfect, but I have what it takes and I'm going to get to an answer and this will make sense to me. And that is the energy that you want to have when you're filling up that ice tray. You want to have like total conviction and total confidence that there will be ice cubes. You don't want to think about like, well, what if this doesn't make sense? And what if I try to fill up the ice tray and I don't get ice cubes? Or like, what if someone answers and I'm still confused? If someone answers and you're still confused, you're going to ask another question. And it's that unwavering faith that allows you to push forward and get to the decision and get to the result even when things get difficult. And this is what is going to begin to distinguish you as a leader, the ability to be in these difficult, tangled, messy, weird, confusing situations, to be in those situations and to have the faith that you have what it takes to get what you need to fill up the ice tray and to emerge with the most beautiful, perfect cubes of ice. And it all starts in one little moment. It all starts in that moment where you're sitting in that meeting or you're having that conversation and someone says something and your brain goes, that didn't make sense. I don't know what they just said. It all starts in that moment and your choice in that moment to say, I'm making ice cubes, damn it. I need water. I need you to explain what you just said. 
if in that moment you are able to have the courage to ask just the question that needs to be asked for you to get the information that you need to really excel at the work that you do, it starts in that moment. And when you show up in that moment, you begin building this muscle that is going to serve you for the rest of your career. These tiny moments that you have in your job right now, they might seem insignificant. It might seem really difficult because there's a lot of self-criticism. I've been there. And based on my own experience, that feeling isn't fun. But the way you choose to move through those moments and the way that you choose to show up and alter the choices that you make in those moments will pivot your career trajectory and there's this thing that I've been thinking about lately that is like such applies so much to this and it's so important. And it's this idea that let's say you're traveling a really far distance and, you know, like let's say you're in a boat sailing somewhere and you're like one degree off from your destination. That one degree that you're like off the course that you should be on, if you're boating for many, many miles after a while, you're going to end up really far from your destination. So when I talk to you about becoming a leader and I talk to you about this point in your career where you have massive responsibility, you have this incredible role, you're making tons of money, you're leading a huge team or whatever it is that you want. When I talk to you about that, the moments that you encounter right now, today, these little moments, these struggles, these moments where you're being hard on yourself, these are the moments where that boat is either turning one degree closer to that or one degree away. That's why I believe that these micro experiences, these inner experiences, these things that we struggle with, they're so important because they're not just struggle. They're opportunities to show up differently and they're opportunities to feel what it feels like to lead and they're opportunities to get that boat going in the direction that you want. And these are things that you can practice and you can learn and you can adjust and get better over time. You don't have to be perfect at all. You don't have to get this perfectly every time. You don't have to be brave and courageous every time. But in the moments where you are ready and where you recognize what is the right thing to do and where your intuition is telling you how you should show up in those moments, when that happens... As you begin to listen to that and as you begin to show up, ask the question, say the thing, even though you feel the fear, you feel the hesitation, those moments are the moments that you're going to transform. It's not going to be like some crazy, big, dramatic like thing, like a makeover montage in like a 90s rom-com. It's going to be those little tiny moments where you say, you know what, I'm going to ask for what I need and I'm not going to worry if I sound stupid because I know that I need this to do a really good job on this project. So that brings me to the conclusion of this episode, and I would love to know from you sort of where you're at with asking questions. Do you sometimes get in your head and sort of worry that it means something about you? And do you use questions as a powerful and effective way to make sure that you're getting the information you need to make effective decisions and get results? Asking questions will benefit you for the rest of your career. And strong leaders and CEOs and executives are really freaking good at asking questions. So I'd love to hear if this is a challenge that you've run into. I'd love to hear if this resonates with you. Please let me know. The best way to reach me, I've been hanging out a lot in the Facebook group. I'm just really enjoying it in there. 
I love getting to know all of you. So if you haven't joined, I would welcome you to the group with open arms. I will link it below. It's called The Art of Speaking Up. And I hope that you're doing well. I know that now is a very, very difficult and painful time in the world, and I just want you to know that I am sending you love, and especially to the black women who listen to this show, I want to be here for you however I can, however would be useful. And I want you to know that I care about you and that I'm sending you love and that your career success means a lot to me. And I, I say that with a smile because I get excited thinking about potential. And I get excited when I think about women achieving something really, really big and getting there. And that's something that I really wish for you. So, all right, I'm going to sign off right now. Thank you so much for tuning in. Come say hello in the Facebook group. And if you're enjoying the show, leave me a rating in Apple Podcasts because the ratings make me very happy. To the women who have left reviews or ratings recently, thank you so much. I appreciate you. It is so kind of you. And it's very helpful for me to know that the content is resonating. And um, with that, I'm going to sign off. And I'll catch you next week. Bye.